Do you ever catch yourself wishing you didn't have to stay positive? Or maybe you've been working on keeping a positive mindset for years, but it still feels like a daily battle sometimes. Having a chronic illness means you're being told to stay positive all the time. And let's be honest, it's exhausting. Because pushing ourselves to stay positive is not actually positive. There's a much easier way to get a strong, positive mindset and all of the feel-good perks that come with it without the pressure of looking on the bright side. Check out my free resource, The No BS Guide to a Positive Mindset. In it, I give the straight scoop on strategies that work and common strategies that are a waste of time and energy. Go to andreahansencoaching.com now or use the link in this podcast description and get your free resource, The No BS Guide to a Positive Mindset, today. You are listening to the Health Mindset Podcast, Episode 17. Welcome to the Health Mindset Podcast, where your mindset gets results. You know you want better health. You know you want to take action. Learn how to stop sabotaging your progress so you can achieve the level of health you've always wanted for your life. Now, here's your host, Master Certified Coach and Author, Andrea Hansen. Welcome. As always, I am so glad to have you here. Today, we are talking about your expectations. I love this topic. It's so drastically important for your future and for what you do right here and right now. And we can get very turned around on our expectations. We can allow other people and other opinions cloud our expectations, tamp down our expectations. So it's really crucial that we are very focused on what it is that we're expecting and very deliberate about our expectations being in line with what it is that we want. I'm continuing the series of three podcasts where I share a behind-the-scenes look at my book, Stop Carrying the Weight of Your MS. And you can learn another important part of the health mindset as I talk about what my motives were of writing the chapter, why I believe in it so much, what I take away from it, and what I hope you take away from it as well. I also quickly want to say thank you for all of your questions for my next Q&A podcast. This leg of the contest is over. I have picked who the 15-minute laser-focused coaching session is going to be with, but keep the love going. Email me any comments or questions you have about fine-tuning your health mindset and finally getting the health you've always wanted. Questions about working out, diet, law of attraction, and manifesting health, stress, uh, weight loss, these are all important parts and using the most powerful tool that you have, which is your mind. So to get the results you want, I'm here and I want to help you. So I want to hear what you need. You can always contact me at contact at andreahansencoaching.com. And thank you so much for sending in your emails. I couldn't wait to write this chapter, which is why it's the second chapter in the book. There are so many tools packed in here, and I talk about the importance of your expectations and how they help you immediately and not just in the future. I also talk about the super motivating question of why and how it can keep you moving forward. And then I also have detailed questions to ask yourself to help uncover what you really think about your body, your weight, and your mindset. Here's the cool thing that I didn't describe in the book. These are all law of attraction tools that set you up to attract better health. 
The expectations, the awareness of where you are versus where you want to be, being what you want instead of wanting it, these are all really powerful and really simple, which, as you know, is my favorite combination. (laughs) This is a juicy chapter, and it introduced you to why starting now is so important and how even little tweaks can give you big returns in your future. Even the first question posed, why is this so important? gets you away from the surface, immediate responses, and lets you dive in to what you really think and feel. Many people are surprised at what comes up when they consider the questions that are posed in this chapter. I would love to hear from you. I want to hear what you found out that you didn't expect when you heard this chapter and when you considered these questions for yourself. So please enjoy chapter two of my second book, Stop Carrying the Weight of Your MS, which will be available in paperback at your favorite bookstores this May. Chapter two, why is this so important? Where do you want to be in 10 years? What about 20? No, this isn't a job interview, but it is an important question to answer when it comes to weight loss. Seeing your future clearly is a very important first step. If you don't know what future you want, how will you know when you get it? Asking where you'll be in 20 years is a deliberately broad question. I'll help you get more specific, but first, I simply want you to think about the longevity of what you're doing. These are not quick fixes to get the weight off and then stop once you've lost enough. That's not how you get the result you want. This is about creating the lifestyle that works for you. It's about understanding that if you do it right and do it now, this new lifestyle will impact you 10, 20, even 30 years down the line. Don't you love that? Getting a clear vision of what you want is crucial. Let's shorten the time frame and take a look. In two years, where do you want to be? How do you want your body to feel? What do you want your clothes to look like? What size clothes do you want to wear? How fit do you want your body to be? How will you feel when you get up in the morning? What time do you think that'll be? What will you think as you drive yourself to the neurologist's office or before you take an MRI? A great way to answer this is in the present tense, I feel, instead of I will feel. Getting clear about the details of what you want for your life creates expectations for your future. Those expectations of what will happen, even if it's 10 years from now, will influence your current actions, sometimes even unconsciously in subtle ways. If you want to become a person who gets up at 5 a.m. and goes for a run, maybe you'll find yourself interested in using a beginner's running app now. Or maybe if you want to become a person who feels confident going to an MRI, you'll start making those changes your neurologist suggests now. When you envision the person you want to be in the future, you make different choices. But that only happens if you create a clear picture. If you're wishy-washy about how you want your life to be, you're not subtly motivated at all. Because how do you know what to do now if you don't know the result that you're working towards? Concept. Every house has a foundation. When you build a structure, it has a foundation. Even the tiniest of tiny houses will have a little concrete poured before it's permanently placed. I know this because a dear friend of mine is docking her tiny house as I write this. The foundation anchors the structure. It keeps the house insulated from outside elements and keeps it from being flooded with moisture that would ruin what's kept inside. Foundations are important and you need a good one for the structure of your health. The foundation for health is creating healthy weight. I say creating instead of being because often the path to a healthy weight creates big results in your life before you even arrive at that magic number. 
That's one of the beautiful things about losing weight. The benefits of health in other areas often roll in before the final goal weight is met. What are those benefits? Not only do losing weight and better health mean that you can feel better, it also means numbers like cholesterol, blood sugar, blood pressure, and weight all go down. This means threats of other diseases diminish, and there's less worry and less money needed to go towards dealing with your prognosis. I don't need to explain the nitty-gritty, because these are all benefits that we all know about. But when you have MS, these results take on a whole new meaning. Extra weight causes inflammation. It's a normal response, and it happens in everyone who's overweight. When your body has inflammation, your immune system gets excited because it wants to cure the inflammation. But when there's a diagnosis like MS, the last thing you want is your immune system getting excited because that can lead to exacerbations. So losing weight may mean lowering inflammation and, in turn, lowering the excitement level of your immune system. Another thing that can happen while you lose weight with the steps I'll show you is that you start to pay extra attention to your body. Not just how much it weighs, but how it feels, what's normal, and when tiny changes happen that you can notice. You will find that losing weight sets you up for that future that you're now becoming clearer about. It also sets you up for a foundation of wellness and sleeker feeling even before your natural weight is reached. A major side effect of paying this much attention to your health and your weight is that you're paying much more attention to your MS. This doesn't mean that you're obsessed with it. The opposite is true. You can start to control your symptoms and understand them in a way that helps you address changes earlier than you would if you distracted yourself and only listened to other people. Give me that side effect any day. The cycle of success in health. There's a growing trend in research that looks at lifestyle changes and their effects on disease and disability. I couldn't be happier that this research is finally catching up. When I was first diagnosed in 2000, anyone who talked about supplements and food as healing element for MS or any other diagnosis was on the fringe. Advice about this was uncorroborated, and therefore, very few doctors were talking about things like sunshine and minerals. I was lucky in that my neurologist was always ahead of the curve and gave me quite a few ideas from the beginning, such as taking vitamin D, that are now praised, studied, and becoming proven tools for fighting disease. One subject on the rise in research is healthy lifestyle factors in relation to tamping down symptoms. There's even evidence showing that some diseases like diabetes go away entirely in some people. This is really exciting. No, right now there's no cure for MS, but a growing body of research recently shows that changing certain lifestyle factors like losing weight, exercising, eating a clean diet, being mindful can help quell some symptoms of MS. This is big news because what we're finding through research is what many of us have seen firsthand all along. When you live healthfully, you have a big hand in setting yourself and your MS up for success. This success creates a cycle of feeling confident that feeds into the motivation and consistency of making lifestyle changes. When you're able to set up the cycle, once seemingly difficult changes are made with ease because they feed back into that cycle of confidence and success. What this means for you. Your bottom line probably hasn't changed. You still want to lose weight, and this highlights why the stakes are higher if you have MS. This means it's exponentially more important that attention is given to you and your weight right now. I know I'm preaching to the converted. You already want to figure this whole weight thing out. Now give yourself a high five for possibly helping your prognosis of MS as well. I would bet you don't give yourself enough high fives for the good you're doing. So you can start with congratulating yourself for this very big deal. 
many of my clients come to me because they know they have a history of disease like diabetes and hypertension in their family, and they don't want to develop it themselves. That's a pretty powerful motivation, and it may be a big part of what motivates you as well. An important part of weight loss that's often brushed over is the reason why you're doing it. This is too big of a change to do because you want to make someone else happy or because you're afraid of what may happen if you stay where you are. I always encourage my clients to know the positive reason of why they're making this change. Understanding why is one place where the clear picture of your future can play a role. If that picture is clear enough, then the reason why you're making these changes and paying attention to your body can be to reach that vision, especially when that vision includes delicious things like travel and grandchildren. My clear vision includes my husband and me going off the beaten path when we travel, going places where the locals go. We both love that side of traveling to a new culture. Another reason for me is that I want to put our money towards retirement instead of having to work forever to pay hospital bills. My weight loss and health are absolutely motivated by these visions. Why you're making these changes is as important as the change itself. When you find a juicy reason why, and hopefully you'll have many, write it down on a sticky note and put it where you can read it every day. Thinking about how it will feel when you're living that clear vision of the future and think about why you want it. Understanding why you want to lose weight and knowing how it will feel when you get there are two big steps that give you the subtle nudge to keep going. This process so far can sound intuitive. Yes, losing weight can help your MS. I'm a pretty straightforward coach, and I know that sounds simple. But if you already had the answers you need, you would be there. Having the body and the health you love instead of here, wanting to find the changes that work. It's great that you know that there's something missing from what you're currently doing. Quite often, when someone seems to figure it out, they're not doing it as well as they could because they skip over the important piece, understanding what got you here first. It may feel like I'm asking you to bring up old stuff. Why you're here isn't really working, so why even bother looking at it? Why not go straight to the answer that will get you there? But what got you here is not as old as you think. The reason you're here is because you may believe certain things that are keeping you stuck. It's hard to see them because you often think of them as facts. But the answers to the questions I'm about to ask are simply opinions, not facts. And understanding our opinions can give us a panoramic view of why we're here now and not there already. Answer the following questions about what you currently think. Make sure you're not answering how you thought about them before or using the answers that you want to have. What do you think about these questions now? What do you think about your weight loss? What do you think about your health? What do you think about your body? How hard do you think having success and seeing results in your weight will be? Look at your answers. Are you surprised at any of them? Do you feel like they accurately portray you and what you think and feel about these issues? Do you feel like you're giving rote answers? Or did you answer them with the ugly truth? No one has to see these answers. I'm not asking to help anyone other than you. Connect with what you really believe and write the answers again if they're different. You want to see what you really believe instead of the pretty answers that you would give somebody else. I have pretty answers too. Because this is a good look at why you're here. Understanding what those answers really mean can help you not only get there, but leave here behind without worrying that you're going to come back to it as you may have in the past. Future focus. Let's look at that clear vision of your future. What do you want your future to look like? 
Most of my clients would say they want a future with independence and not having to rely on or burden their loved ones with caring for them. Taking a step farther, they say they want a future where they can travel, feel great, and not worry. You may have a career ambition or major project that you want to do someday. Keep thinking about what future you want. If you could pluck one day out of your life 20 years from now, what would it look like? What are you doing? How do you look and feel? Allow yourself to stop and really think about it. Getting a clear picture of that day is priceless because it gives you an almost tangible place where you're going. Your goals are more easily reached when you have a destination in mind. Not just a statistic like I lost 20 pounds, but an actual place and an actual circumstances where you see yourself being. If you're at the subway station, which directions will easily get you going on the right subway? Go to the museum on 6th Street or find the painting? With the latter, you may eventually find the right painting, but you may not know which subway line is the best, leaving you with some unexpected trips far away from the place you ultimately want to go. When you have an actual clear destination, you know you're on the right path. Think about that person on the subway who's confident about their destination. Who is that person and how do they act on the subway when it makes stops along the way? What are they thinking? Are they worried that the stop before they get to 6th Street means that they'll never arrive? Or are they confident that they'll arrive at their destination no matter how many stops are along the way? How would they answer the questions I asked you in the previous section? This is where you start shifting into the person who knows they're on the right path. Start where you are now. One of my favorite teachers is Stephen Pressfield. He has a list of accomplishments a mile long, a few of which are writing historical fictions, screenplays, and nonfiction. He's the ultimate instructor of the get-it-done mentality, and I owe much of my professional growth to something he wrote in Do the Work, his 2011 book. Start before you're ready. It's a beautiful sentiment because it summarizes why we often don't start, especially when we're a bit daunted by the work ahead of us. There are so many seemingly good reasons why we can't start in earnest to make important lifestyle changes. I don't know what to do. I keep getting sabotaged. There's junk food all over the house and the office. I'm going on vacation and I can't be expected to be good. I'll start on Monday. This weekend is already shot. I'm not ready. There are hundreds of good reasons we can come up with to not start. Have you told yourself any of these? These excuses are part of the resistance that Pressfield talks about, which slows us down. It's chatter that stops us from going after what we really want. Our opinions sound true. I'm sure a lot of these reasons sound true when you see them to yourself. After all, we wouldn't say them if they didn't seem logical. When you start before you're ready, you skip over all of these opinions that can get in your way. If you're not worrying about being ready, excuses don't slow you down because they no longer matter. Think about the results you want, like looking good while you feel even better, saving money, and spending less time worrying. Are those things you want to delay? Do you want to put them off because you're frustrated about your last snack and want to give up for a few days? Or do you want to go all in and keep getting back on track without delay? About five years after I was diagnosed with MS, I decided my life had way too much drama. I didn't really know what I wanted, but I continued to complain about where I was. I decided one day to stop the drama and to be less stressed. If I had waited until I was good and ready, I would never have done it. 
I would be in the same place now that I was 10 years ago, and I might look different, but the drama would be exactly the same. I didn't realize what I was doing and how the drama was creating a roadblock to my success until I read Pressfield's work. Making huge changes was scary, and I didn't know if what I was doing would work, but it was exhilarating at the same time. As I made more changes and saw the positive results, I became more courageous. Just like fear begets fear, courage begets more courage. That's exactly what happens when you start before you're ready. Losing weight may seem like a big step for you. I understand completely. Give yourself the credit you're due for jumping on that subway before you're ready to go. I promise you're packed and ready for the journey, and you're not riding alone. Thank you so much for joining me for chapter two of my book, Stop Carrying the Weight of Your MS. It is out in your favorite bookstores in paperback this May. So go to the show notes and find the links and you can go and reserve your copy. So it will be sent to you the minute it's released. The show notes again are andreahansencoaching.com slash HMP017. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for more good stuff on how you can stop striving and start achieving your healthy, beautiful life. Until next time, take care.